was several hundred years ago when we had a serious struggle about whether or not the earth revolved around the sun or the sun revolved around the earth. And it was just interesting how this complete shattering of an old paradigm uh, discredited those who believed in the new paradigm. It was against the religious tradition and, and the ways of the world. But eventually the, the paradigm did shift and now for us to believe that the sun revolves around the earth is completely bogus. <laughs> and to a certain extent, there are so many of us who believe that the world revolves around us. We believe that everything moves in accordance to what we desire. And, and this is one of the reasons why I resist the law of attraction. It's recognizing that there are more forces than the one that exists around what you desire for yourself and your life. And it's difficult for us to get out of this mode in, in the U.S. because we're called in a consumerist society to, to make a mark for ourselves. And in an effort to make money, to, to increase business, uh, we are lured into buying into this paradigm of hyper-individualism. And that can be dangerous because in this sense of hyper-individualism, we are always looking for more. And so our desire to change, so our desire, we're looking for happiness. And we say, well, I'll be happy when I have this or when I do this. And then we find that once we have that, then that's not good enough. And it just tells you that this hyper-individualist paradigm is not sufficient. And it's actually uh, self-destructive because as you continue on this path of this is what I need and this is what is best for me clashes with others who feel the same way. In the Aspen Institute in, in uh, 
coordination with David Brooks, who is a conservative writer for the New York Times, they uh, put together this this project called the Weave Project, and it's based on this idea that individualism doesn't work, but neither does collectivism. So there's a middle way, and if you follow the Buddhist path, you'll recognize that the middle way is, is that sought-after balance, and it recognizes the individual that doesn't go to the extremes, and it recognizes that each individual coming together, you build relationships, and that's what this project is concerned with, is how, how do we build the social fabric of society, and he calls them weavers. And so there's the Relationship Manifesto on the Aspen Institute website. And it talks about how we see these central problems of today as a result of hyper-individualism. So it writes, the central problems of our day flow from the erosion, the social isolation, distrust, polarization, breakdown of family, loss of community, tribalism, rising suicide rates, rising mental health problems, a spiritual crisis caused by a loss of common person, a, a, a purpose. And when we have this hyper-individualism, it, it calls to degrade the human person And when we live by the ego, um, we recognize that we we recognize that um, in all of our desires will never be fully fulfilled. And then, so after explaining hyper individualism, they talk about the relationship, the relationist. And it writes, the relationist is not trying to dominate life by sheer willpower. He's not gripping the steering wheel and trying to strategize his life. He's made himself available. He has opened himself up so he can hear a call and respond to the summons. He's asking, what is my responsibility here? When a person finds his high calling in life. He doesn't feel he has taken control. He feels like he has surrendered control. And of course, that idea of surrender may appear to be weak, but it's recognizing that when we try to control the movement of the universe we recognize that the movement of the universe is much bigger than what we're trying to do. So you're surrendering to the flow of the river. You're surrendering to the, the movement of the earth around the sun. And um, so it's, it's this new paradigm 
So you're treating another person as if they're part of this movement around the sun, this, this complex uh, interdependence that is, seems to be missing from a lot of people who are very concerned with satisfying their own desires. This manifesto continues, it says, an individual who's become a person has staged this rebellion. She rebels against the individualist ethos and all the systems of impersonalism. Society tells her to want independence, but she has declared her interdependence. Society says we live in a materialistic reality, but she says we live and an enchanted reality. So we can live in this enchanted reality if we just choose to see life as this interconnected web that how you treat other people matters because that person that you treat well is part of that interconnected system that might give you a different option to this path of not only satisfying your desire to belong, but it's also recognizing that we all belong. And it's connecting to that inter that web rather than separating yourself from it. And so each of us can play a role in this interconnecting if we just seek beyond what our ego wants and seeing how is it that we fit into this world that is turning 